You are listening to the SHL Talent Talks podcast, featuring conversations with experts on talent topics that help organizations win in today's dynamic business environment. Welcome to the first of the SHL podcast series in moving beyond the surface of graduate recruitment. As a starting point, one needs to understand what new graduates bring to the table and how best to attract and develop them within your organizations. We know this is important because to thrive as an organization, especially in a more increasingly digital, organizations need to challenge established assumptions about what graduates do bring to the table, use objective assessment tools to measure what matters most, and what we do know is that it's not typically a degree from a top university, as well as balance the skills needed for today with the potential that is required to be successful tomorrow. Before we move on to understanding these sorts of, and addressing these questions, one has to look at the key trends that are occurring within the graduate recruitment space. So first, we know that new graduates do matter. It's not just about filling can, taking candidates to fill junior positions, but rather that they are tomorrow's experts and leaders for when today's experts and leaders retire. Second, we know that graduates typically don't get as much HR focus as other members entering into an organization. We found that when we asked HR professionals to rank their priorities, programs for early career professionals tended to fall towards the bottom of the list. Third, we need to look beyond academic achievement. We found that it's not just the graduates who have succeeded academically that are successful, but also those that have the soft skills to succeed within your particular business. And then the other consideration, which is important, is using of data. So in order to improve your graduate programs, it really is about aggregating data from across a variety of different sources and to make use of assessments and objective measures that pull on that aggregated data in order to get more profound and deep insights about strengths, motivators, and weaknesses. But why is it that new graduates do matter? It's not that they're just your new year hires, but that they are the genesis of your future workforce. If you want to grow a workforce that will be ready for the future, you need to bring in new ideas, inject new thinking, fresh skills, and you need to select for it now. You need to also expand your field of high potentials, and in order to do that, you need to start developing them earlier in the process. We also know a strong pipeline of future leaders starts in the present. And finally, the other advantage of why graduates and new graduates matter is that they increase the diversity across your organization. And that, that the best way to do that is to cultivate it with those early career talent from a variety of different sources. So new graduates, really in summary, are not just candidates to fill junior positions, but they are tomorrow's experts and those leaders for when today's experts and leaders retire. And your savvy and well-rounded HR leaders recognize the value of graduates in that they take that longer-term view. And we found that organizations that are particularly effective at this tend to shape and grow their graduates from the talent that they need today into that more digital future. They focus on instilling the company's values and ways of working in those fresh minds. As noted, they increase diversity, not only in people, but in ideas, capabilities, experiences, and approaches. They start much earlier in the process to develop their high potential individuals for the long term and equally that their succession planning for those higher level roles begin earlier in the process. So with these, it really is time with 
given the, the, the ongoing challenges around talent and the apparent talent shortages, to rethink some of the most fundamental premises. So what are some of the ways that graduate recruitment is tending to get it wrong that we can begin to correct in terms of how we think about that talent? So is this really a skills crisis? Is this a shortage of talent? Or is it that we've just been thinking about talent and skills in the wrong way? So three of the key missteps that perpetuate the process and the perceptions are the following. One, we assume that the brightest graduates come from leading universities and that they will be the best performers. Second, we put too great a value on academic results and present-day hard skills. And third, we place an emphasis, consciously or unconsciously, on university rankings when we source those top talents. And it's these misplaced assumptions that tend to fuel the competition amongst companies to attract, retain individuals that graduate from top universities with top marks. The better approach is to take a more holistic perspective on employability. So with the rapid pace of change, it calls for a new approach to assessing candidates to find not only the ones who have succeeded academically, but those that will succeed in your business. So when we measure all these faucets of candidate personality, that enables development of the most comprehensive view of candidates' capabilities. It really is then a balance between the, the, the right strengths of both the hard and the soft skills for graduates to do two things. First, to execute. And that's their ability to get things done. That might be research, might be analysis, it might be decision-making. And on the other hand, the engage, the ability to work well with others, such as demonstrating initiative, persuasion, and collaboration. And it's these two dimensions, that of execution and engagement, that give rise to the graduate employability model, which helps to identify the capabilities that make graduates far more agile and adaptable in dynamic, technology-rich environments. With this model, this graduate employability model in place, the next step is to ensure that we need to make assess candidates objectively against that particular model. And in this regard, it's important to make sure that the, the assessments you use accurately predict success, so that by hiring graduates based on the employability model, we know that it works much better and it's more objective than narrowly looking at academic achievements or present-day skills. We know that at the moment, engage suppress, surpasses execute in other words, graduates with good engaged skills are more likely to be top performers and have greater capacity to develop the necessary execution skills. It also means that by taking, using the employability model that one can move beyond traditional talent pools to find new sources of diverse, capable candidates with much greater potential. The employability model also helps to target, helps talent leaders zero in on those competencies that organizations should be recruiting for and helps them to ensure that's where they place their focus and address the challenge of HR not giving time typically to graduates. The model also takes a long-term view that there's much more return on investment to be gained from finding those graduates who find that have the potential to do a great job and then develop them into future leaders as well as those future specialists with so really in conclusion, what the engagement and the, the graduate employability model allows for is that 
the preparedness of today's graduates to be able to work in those complex, digitized, and fast-moving environments really is about looking at those two dimensions, the extent to which the graduate is likely to successfully execute, that is, that they have those abilities to get things done, and on the other side, that they have the ability to engage with their colleagues and their peers, and that's that ability to really work well and successfully with others. In our second podcast, we'll take a look at the extent to which that ability, if we look at the employability model, what do graduates look like within the South African environment? Thanks for listening to the SHL Talent Talks podcast. To learn more about our work, helping organizations attract and select candidates and identify and grow leaders, please visit shl.com. 